folks, uh, welcome back to Capes and Japes on this uh, fine Thanksgiving week. Uh, you've got two uh, two pretty sleepy hosts, one very sleepy host, and one just slightly sleepy host. But we're doing our best. At least yours is justified. <laughs> Um, some, some of us made, some of us made some decisions. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> At least yours is like, oh, it. I have to go to work. And I'm just like, what if I stayed up until 4am? <laughs> <laughs> just because I can. Just because I want to taste that power. It's like, tomorrow's a rest day. I don't have anything to do until my, uh, chiropractor appointment at 845. Nice. It <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, if you're still awake, and then you look at the time and you're like, oh, my alarm's gonna go off in an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, no! It's like, well, luckily I don't, ha I didn't have work today, so I didn't have to wake up at 5.15, but I set an alarm for 7. <laughs> So we're doing great. Oh no. Okay. And we're really we're we're just hanging in there. It's it's gonna be a fun episode, guys. Uh, it will be fun. Because it will be we fun. are talking about Sam Wilson. Samuel Thomas Wilson. Good name. Good strong name. Good strong name. Alright. So yes. I know we just talked about it, but like I I was staying up way too late reading Critical Role fan fiction instead of doing research. research. <laughs> so, like, I did do this research this morning. Yes. After so getting is... less than three hours of sleep. So, like, if I've missed anything glaring, please let me know. Actually, this isn't our Sam Wilson episode. This is going to be a Critical Role fic rec episode. <laughs> I mean, I could talk for an hour about this fic, so... Oh my god, don't, okay. Don't uh, tempt me, Olivia. Um, no. But yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna have to, uh, wing it. Oh, wing. no! Oh, I didn't think you were really gonna do it. Did you doubt me? Did you doubt that if I put a pun oh, in my in my introductory no. sentence that I wouldn't go through with it? Oh no. You oh, underestimate I me. I did, and it was a mistake. Ugh. Anyway. Puns and mistakes aside. Uh Sam Wilson was created by Stan Lee and Gene Colin in nineteen sixty-nine, and he was first introduced in Captain America number one seventeen, which y'all, it's a wild issue of comics. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like Steve Rogers and the Red Skull are in each other's bodies because oh. of cosmic cube shenanigans, you know. <laughs> They just love to do this, huh? Yeah, the Red Skull's just like, hey, if I use the Cosmic Cube to switch bodies with Captain America, then I can drop him on this island 
where the exiles are and these guys hate me so much that they will <laughs> kill me on sight but it'll actually be captain america in my body that they'll kill and meanwhile i'm gonna like strut around town and let people take pictures of me and let women like grope my biceps all the while thinking like fools you don't know that it's not your precious captain america and soon i will rule you all this is i would it would be funnier to me if killing captain america wasn't part of the plan and he just really wanted people to be nice to him i mean i wouldn't be surprised if that factored into the plan but like Steve is on this island, right? And mm-hmm. one of one of the the exiles has a murder chair. Uh Like one well, at one point this guy's like, "Here, I know what. I'll just shoot the red skull." And this guy's like, "No, my murder chair will do it better." <laughs> Are you sure? And, and then it doesn't. Because Steve doesn't yeah. die. And like Of course not. After this fight with the exiles, he like gets saved by uh I almost said Nightwing, and that is very not <laughs> <laughs> That would be way wilder than we even initially anticipated. That would be so wild. Uh Redwing, he gets saved by a Falcon. Not the Falcon, a Falcon. <clears throat> Named Redwing. <laughs> okay, a, fal- a bird. A bird, a bird. the falcon. A bird saves okay. him. A bird saves Captain America. And so he gets away, and then he's like, wait a second. I could just take off the red skull mask, and then these guys will have no idea who I am. Like, I don't have to look like the red skull. <laughs> this is literally a mask that the red skull wears. <laughs> Why have I been wearing this this whole time? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, if, like, honestly, if uh, you could get your hands on a copy of Captain America number 117, I recommend at least, like, giving it a look. Holy smokes. <laughs> it's... It's a lot. 118 is also very good. I think 118 goes more into what the Red Skull is doing in Captain America's body. But it's... Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Um. But anyway. Anyway. Back back to Sam. The uh, actual... The uh, uh, subject of this episode. Yes. Unless we want to just keep talking about this one comics issue that introduced Sam and nothing else about Sam, but that would suck. Because Sam's <laughs> cool. Not... He's cool and great. Um, and that we could probably just talk about that issue for an hour, though, because it sounds absolutely buck wild. Yeah, remind me to send you a screenshot of one of, of a panel. <gasps> um, but so. Sam Wilson is um, labeled the first African American superhero in mainstream comics, and you mm-hmm. might you might say, "Wait, wasn't Black Panther introduced in 1966?" And that is correct, but also 
they specifically say African American and T'Challa mm-hmm. is not American. So I guess they can get away with that. And yeah. he also gets the first black superhero who does not have black in his name. <laughs> which also they can get away with because they say superhero. Because Dell Comics had a character named Lobo in 1965 who had his own series, but he was a Wild West gunslinger, so he doesn't count. (laughs) So many comics are like, this is the first instance of this thing happening, and it's got so many qualifiers, and it's like, it's just wild that it's so much. I mean, it's important for diversity and to have diversity and a wide array of all types of characters but it makes saying factoids very difficult and being like (laughs) is this correct or yeah no the the specific wording of this means that it is technically correct okay i see now i must say it specifically like this it is it is also pretty whack that so many characters in the 60s were like so close to being the first of any of these because they definitely should have had more of them before this yeah but i mean the 60s were big for the civil rights movement so it does make sense yes it does um which i actually saw a oh boy in my research i didn't take any notes on it so this could be like wildly incorrect but i think uh gene colon had in an interview or an article or a book or something, he had said, like, the reason that they did Falcon was, he's like, maybe, look at all this uh, civil rights stuff going on. We should have a black superhero. Hey, Stan Lee, how do you think about this? And Stan Lee is like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, you're right. You're right, Gene. Let's do it. Uh, so that's good. That's nice. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back 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 to Samuel. Um, he's got a bit of a weird backstory, uh, partly because like it's comics and partly because there's some like stereotype stuff that adds oh, yeah. sucks. So like mm-hmm. hey, just 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 hang hang with me for a little bit here. <laughs> uh we're just gonna power through. Yeah. Um so Originally, Sam was just, like, this guy in Harlem who really loved birds and had bought and trained a <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't... I know I told you that I was... I sent you a screenshot of the Marvel yeah. Wiki article, and I told you that I would read it word for word on the podcast, and I didn't put it in my notes because I wasn't planning on actually doing it, but... <laughs> I can open it and read it if you want. God, please do a dramatic reading for me. Okay, hold on. Let me uh let me open Discord. Uh da, 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 da. okay. All right. Here we go. Personality. Samuel is a superhero who loves birds. As a child, he was friendly and joyful to people, especially when it comes to birds. <laughs> After the death of his parents, Samuel used to be vengeful and angry. However, he starts his new life and meet Red Wing, then his friend Steve Rogers. He has the courage to become the Falcon because of his powers to control birds. I love it. 
He has the courage. He has the courage because of his powers to control birds. God, I love it. Uh, anyway, that's that's straight off of the uh, Marvel Wikia. Oh, <laughs> uh, your number one source for bird-related facts. Your number one f- source for how much Sam Wilson loves birds. Um, but. Okay, he was just a guy in Harlem, um, and he loved birds, and he got and trained a wild falcon that he named Red Wing, which, like, I don't know what the laws were for falconing in the 1960s, but that's definitely not how it works, because I look, I know, because I looked this up in, like, 2007, 2008 or something, because I had a period where I was like, what would it take for me to own an owl? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I um, and I am Sam Wilson, actually. <laughs> but like, it's it's a long and expensive process that involves like apprenticeships and years of effort. But like, okay, comics. I guess you could just buy and train a falcon. I guess. <laughs> just do it just whatever do it it's the 60s who cares it's the 60s in harlem he's in the city and he's just got a bird uh but any anyway um he ended up answering an article in the paper for like a hunting falcon on a little island and he's like sure yeah that sounds good let's travel to this island and help these rich people but whoops it's the exiles, and now he's <gasps> stuck, because they, I think in the actual comic, he's just like, they don't hire people, they just take prisoners. <laughs> Which is very <laughs> dramatic, but true. Yeah. Because uh, they had already, like, enslaved the local population, and so Sam's like, hey, this isn't cool, will you guys fight with me against uh the exiles and these locals are like bruh we don't have any weapons and they've got like guns in a murder chair no <laughs> this famous murder chair this famous murder chair uh but then he saves steve because he's like haha i'm just gonna defeat the exiles at every turn i have no idea who the red skull is but I don't definitely don't want the exiles to end up killing anybody, not while I'm around. <laughs> um so then like Steve runs back into him um after he's taken off the uh red skull mask. And also okay. he's like, I don't know if they've ever seen the red skull under the mask, so I'm gonna take this mud and put it on my face. And somehow change my facial features through this mud? And also dye my hair black with mud? Oh my god! And he's like, this is something I learned in World War II and it saved me many times. This is how mud works. I mean, he said clay, but also, I don't think that's how clay works. It does not look like skin. (laughs) You just sculpt yourself some prosthetics. Just sculpt yourself a new face. Um, but Steve and Sam team up, and, like, Sam, though, he doesn't even get a name 
until the second issue that he's in. Oh no! Like, Red Wing gets a name before Sam gets a name. Like, he gets his, he gets a uniform and, like, the he gets called the Falcon before we get his real-ass name. Oh my god, y'all! Like, I mean, it would make sense if he was already a superhero and he's like, hey, I'm the Falcon. Then it's like, all right, cool, secret identity, I get it, whatever. But you're just a dude on an island meeting another dude on this island and teaming up. And, like, they don't even have introductions except for Steve's like, you sound like you're from Harlem. And he's like, you're darn right. I love birds. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we find out how he got to the island before we know his name. Oh my god. But we know the bird's name. But we know the bird's name. And we know that Sam loves birds. Um, But they team up and they get off the island and they defeat the Red Skull and they, like, save the native population from the exiles. Because, of course, they do. Um, yeah. I mean, you gotta. I think they end up... I think I didn't read the to the end of the arc, but I'm pretty sure that they did end up, like, having a revolution instead of just like, hey, you're free now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but the, the wildest thing is that Steve's like, you know what we should do? Put on costumes. That'll really get these people behind your cause. <laughs> I love costumes, dude. And <laughs> Sam's like, do you really think that'll work? And Steve's like, it's worked before. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I guess for Captain America, but like, you've got America in your name during a war that America <laughs> is in. <laughs> so I don't think that these are really equal situations <laughs> nope costumes foolproof let's do costumes, it costumes foolproof let's do it i mean it worked so um <laughs> and they ended up uh fighting together for a bit like captain america comics were even um like they were still called like captain america with the numbering system but on the covers they said captain america and falcon which is very nice um but then it's, like, 1975, and Steve Englehart, like, this, the, the reason that I went into so much detail on that original is because I really just didn't want to get to this part. Because <laughs> the original oh origin is fun. And then it's 1975, and Steve Englehart is like, okay, but what mm -hmm. if Sam had actually been a criminal named Snap Wilson the whole time? Because oh. his parents died, and he got angry, and he started doing crimes, and he ended up on the island because his plane crashed while he was going to do more crimes, and then the Red Skull used the Cosmic Cube to, like, fake his memories of being a good dude who was a social worker, and also oh give God. him telepathic bird powers. Because oh my God! that's a good plan, I guess. Uh, like, just the Red Skull, like, haha, surprise, you've been a criminal this whole time. Now kill Captain America for me. And Sam's like, 
no, I I like being a superhero, and also Steve is my friend. Uh, so <laughs> thanks for letting me know, but I think I'll stay where I'm at. And I don't know why anyone thought that it was a good idea. Yeah, it's mm, uh. Mm. Like, it feels bad. Yeah, like the Snap Wilson stuff comes in later, and then they like retcon it in 2015 because they're like, uh, maybe the Snap Wilson memories were the actual fake memories. <laughs> Can we just do that, please? <laughs> Can we just do that? Cause I mean, it's it just sucks. <laughs> it just sucks that it happened. That somebody it's... was like, okay, but what if he was a criminal? Yeah, what if instead of, you know, having a, you know, an African-American character with just, he likes birds and he has, you know, his own life. They're like, no, I he think was he has a social to do crimes. Worker. He helped underprivileged children in Harlem. And Steve Engelbert's like, but what if he was a criminal and everything else was fake? God Damn it! Ugh. Well, comics. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back with a fun fact. You you ready for the fun fact? Oh, please tell me the fun fact. So you know how like the Falcon can fly, right? Yeah. He was not original. That was not part of his like original thing. Uh, mm -hmm. That came in in 1974 because. Um, <laughs> He he teamed like he teamed up with the Black Panther, and T'Challa's like, "Hey, what if you could fly though?" <laughs> Here is like a fancy backpack that has wings, and you can fly. Oh my god, T'Challa's so valid. T'Challa's so good. <laughs> I imagine, like, Sam was like, oh, thank God, because every time he did anything, he was like, I'm the Falcon. Everyone's like, so you fly? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, don't do that. The thing is, I do not fly. It's been five years, <laughs> and I haven't flown for this whole time. <laughs> but I can't, I do, I have this cool bird who's my friend. I, so... You're the falcon because you have a falcon? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, then why isn't this guy called the shield? That's not how this works. The shield is Maybe... a different guy. <laughs> Maybe you should be like the falcon owner. The falconer. <laughs> it's no. right there. I'm the falcon. I, I mean, I think he's just like, well, Steve called me the Falcon, and I'm just like, okay, whatever you say, bud. You're the one teaching me of... how to fight. Steve had a lot of ideas about wearing costumes and putting mud all over your face, and I just kind of went along with him. I mean, it seemed like our best bet. We were kind of stuck on this island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like... After uh, the Captain America and Falcon run, um, mm -hmm. it it seems like they didn't know what to do with Sam because, like, they had him join the Avengers for a bit, 
And then, like, one of the, the main plot point of this is that he finds out that they only got him on the Avengers to fill a racial quota, which sucks. What? Yeah. On Earth? Yeah, this, it, in comics canon, there was a guy, I didn't write down his name because I'm like, this dude sucks. Um, he was putting together, like, an Avengers team, and he's like, hmm, there's only so many black superheroes out here. We need one of them. Oh my god. And then Sam finds this out, and he's like, hey, this sucks, and I quit. <laughs> Which, like, if he were a real person who was not being written by art, like, by people, mm -hmm. I would be like, yeah, good, quit. <laughs> but because this whole thing is fictional and somebody decided to write it as a plot point. Yeah. It's like, hey, that's, yeah. the, I mean, I, I'm always kind of like on the fence about stuff like this because it's like, well, maybe their intent was to point out that it does suck to only <gasps> have, like, to find out that you've only been invited to a thing because the color of your skin which, I'm white, I don't feel like I can have deep insights on any of this, but, like, it's... Yeah. Ugh. But... No, that's... It's a, it's, it's a bummer. It's a bummer, is what it is. Um, but, anyway, that was a very... It was, like, a, a year or less that he was on the Avengers. Um... And then in 1984, he gets his own miniseries, where, for whatever reason, they're like, uh, he's a mutant? <laughs> and, and then afterwards, they're like, hey, that was a bad idea. He's not a mutant. Uh, the sentinel that was chasing him was, like, probably malfunctioning or something. <laughs> Jesus. Which, I mean, I get if you're like, wait, so this dude can telepathically talk to birds and his, like, it, because at this point, I don't know if this is when, uh, before, no, this is, this is definitely after the Snap Wilson stuff, but maybe this person was like, hey, maybe we shouldn't have had the Red Skull give him his telepathic abilities. <laughs> maybe he could just be a mutant. <laughs> Who can talk to birds? God, everything, like, this isn't unique to Sam, but, like, God, so much of this is just, like, making a very bad mistake and then frantically trying to come up with ways to make it less bad and then just making it weirder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then from, like, after the 1984 miniseries, there's nothing until the late 90s. Um, where he joins the Avengers again, and he discovers that one that you know the the U.S. Secretary of Defense, <laughs> that that important person there, yeah. actually actually the Red Skull in disguise. Oh my God! And they've been sp and and he's been spying on the Avengers. Chimney Christmas. Yeah, I mean they they beat him. They they do like expose him and 
defeat him. It's like a Scooby-Doo cartoon at this point. Yeah, they pull off, like, the mask and it's the red skull underneath. And then they pull off that mask and they're like, oh, it was a mask this whole time. Why was he wearing this? <laughs> um, but then it's, cause you, you know, the Mar- Marvel Comics... And you will you will immediately know where this is going as soon as I say mm-hmm. the next three words, which are the Scarlet Witch. Oh boy. Uh so Wanda goes crazy, which the the biggest air quotes, and I know yeah, that we say yeah. this every time, but God, I hate how comics treat Wanda and her mental health. It's bad, y'all. It's bad out there. It, uh, but and anyway, uh, she accidentally pushes Sam back into his Snap Wilson persona. Because uh, that's great, I guess. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, and it, it gets to a point where, like, he and Steve are still working together, and then... Like, Sam starts making these decisions that Steve increasingly doesn't agree with, and he, like, confronts him, and Sam's like, well, fuck you, buddy, if you're gonna confront me about this shit, I'll just leave. Um, and, like, so they stop working together, and it gets to a point where, like, how they resolve this is... Sam's actions eventually lead to someone trying to kill him. Mm. And they accidentally hit Steve instead. And then when Sam thinks that Steve died because of him, he re-examines his life and then, like, I guess it's fine? Okay. I guess. I mean, to be fair, the next thing that happens for Sam is civil war. Oh boy. So, they were focused on a lot of other things other than the repercussions of yeah. this Snap Wilson bullshit. Um, but, like, Civil War, he's, uh, he's on Cap's side for um, not registering superheroes. Mm-hmm. And he even leads the Secret Avengers once Steve can't anymore. And then once Steve's assassinated... Guess who gets recruited to investigate his death? It's Sam. Oh there he is. There he is. Looking looking for who killed Steve. Um and then like after Steve comes back after all of that bullshit of Steve mm-hmm. coming back, if you have no yeah. idea what I'm talking about, listen to the Steve Rogers episode <laughs> because it is a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a lot, but like, after Steve comes back, they work together again. And I don't know if they ever mentioned the Snap Wilson bullshit. <laughs> like, you know what? We've all been through a lot. Let's just leave that. Leave that in the past. Wait, this has been so much. Can we just... You're fine now? We're good? Okay. I died and came back, so let's just call it good and be partners again. Um... And then, like, later on, after Steve gets aged up into an old man, you you remember that happening? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I sure do. And he can no longer be Captain America. And he's like, Sam, you're going to be Captain America. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. Can I still fly, though? Yeah, hell yeah, you can still fly. Here, have a sick-ass outfit. Um, <laughs> I like that we got we got original flavor Captain America. We got Captain America, but with a gun. And we got Captain America, but he can fly. Right? It's such good Captain America flavors. <laughs> um, but, like, after... It, it's like during this part where he's Captain America that I think it's 2015 at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I might have said that earlier. I cannot remember. But <laughs> uh, it's 2015 and it they're like, hey, Sam Wilson's Captain America now. And I don't think we ever address this Snap Wilson bullshit. So, um... The Snap Wilson stuff were the actual fake memories that the Red Skull implanted. Because <laughs> uh, the Red Skull's like, what if I discredit this guy through the power of racism? <laughs> Which, like, the Red Skull is a villain and a Nazi, so it tracks. But also, somebody had to... the Just the fact that somebody had to look back and think of a canonical reason for this racist bullshit. Yeah. Uffa duffa. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, hey, this sucks. How can we fix it? Well, it was the Red Skull. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Nailed it. Nailed it in one. Um, But, like, after... So... I'm I'm putting this in as like a light in the darkness. Um, uh huh. <laughs> there's a wild thing that happens while mm-hmm. Sam is Captain America. Mm-hmm. So he goes to find this missing team team, this missing teen named Joaquin Torres. Uh-huh. And he finds him. Oh good. Uh but like after but uh you know he he he's been experimented on. Aww. So he's been m- merged with Red Wing, you know, Sam's uh, Falcon. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So he's got like wings and bird legs. <laughs> what? And I mean, I think Red Wing survives this. So I think they've just like taken aspects of Red Wing and put them onto Joaquin. But so all the other people who got experimented on, like after Sam uh like defeats the dude, um mm-hmm. everybody else like goes back to normal after like a certain amount of time. But not Joaquin. Mm-hmm. Joaquin and so they go to see Claire Temple because she's a doctor. Oh. Yeah. And you know what she says? What? She says that it's permanent because Red Wing is vampiric in nature. <gasps> what? 
and his regenerative abilities have been passed on to Joaquin, which prevents the, like, mutations from going away? What in the whole <laughs> comics? And I have no idea if that's something that they established earlier or just tossed into it. But now he's just a permanent bird hybrid vampire, I guess, with regenerative abilities because Redwing is a vampiric bird. Comics! You can't just say stuff! <laughs> Your choices have consequences! But I mean, it's good because Joaquin becomes the new Falcon. Well, I'm happy for him. Uh, I wish it didn't happen in the wackest way possible. <laughs> Literally the wackest thing that ever could have happened. <laughs> I just don't know why they have a vampiric falcon. Is that how they explained how this bird has been alive since the 60s? but I'm afraid. So they get in a fight. So you know how uh, Sam has a telepathic connection with his bird Redwing, right? Yeah. He uses this telepathic connection to teach Joaquin how to fight. <laughs> this is fuck wild. <sighs> he just puts that information right in his brain. Just right in there. And I didn't put it in my notes at all. But this this is something different than Joaquin, but apparently Sam Wilson is like, what if I put a microchip in my brain so that I can, like, expand my telepathic scope with these birds and also basically use them as video cameras? <laughs> birds hacked. He literally hacks birds. <laughs> Holy Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I just want to sit in this moment. <laughs> I'm really, I don't, I don't know what to do about any of this that you've told me here today. Well, you know what comes next, right? All, <laughs> all the stuff that we talked about at the end of the Steve episode and the Bucky episode. Oh, no. <laughs> My enemy. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, it cut out for a second, and I got okay. very worried. No, I just, I said, oh, no. Okay, it cut out, like, in the middle of the no, so it was like, oh, <laughs> no. Uh, yep, and then I died, because I didn't want to talk about this anymore. Oh, no. Um, this but, terrible, terrible decision. Yeah, so, if you haven't guessed it, this is where we get into the Hydra Steve stuff, so buckle up, I guess. Or just skip this, because the Hydra <coughs> Steve stuff just kind of sucks. But, I mean, Sam <laughs> is still good. 
He's, so, he's good the whole time, for Sam sure. Sam is still good, so maybe don't skip it. But be prepared for Steve to be a Nazi again. Uh, so, before Steve gets turned into Hydra, uh, Sam gets contacted by this super hacker called Whisperer, who, like, it turns out to be Rick Jones. You remember Rick oh. Jones, right? Yeah! Hey, back at it! Yeah, he's just up to so much stuff. He gets to be <laughs> everybody's sidekick and then a super hacker uh, who, like, just goes out and be like, hey, S.H.I.E.L.D. has this Project Kobik where they're trying to make a cosmic cube and maybe we shouldn't have them do that. <laughs> and Sam's like, bad. Sam's like, hey, yeah, that sucks. Let's not do that. Um, And so, of course, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s like, trying to stop Rick and Sam's like, hey, let me help you out for a little bit. Um, and then he gets Steve's help tracking down Kobe. And this is when Steve is still an old man. Um, Mm -hmm. he gets Steve's help tracking down Kobe and they find her and she restores Steve to his full health, except this is where the Hydra stuff happens. Uh, because she's a brainwashed child with cosmic powers Mm -hmm. um and then she disappears and they're like well shit where did she go but also steve's back (laughs) well i mean steve hasn't left but right young steve physically capable to be captain america steve um (laughs) hooray hooray i mean he was about to be like assassinated so kobik's like oh no (laughs) How can I help him? I know. Put him back to, like, his perfect health, and then he can fight off crossbones. Um, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Uh, so, since Steve is back, uh, the public's like, hey, our original Captain America, we don't want this other Captain America anymore. <laughs> Sam Wilson, give it up. Oh, jeez. And then there's, like, an assassination attempt uh, and Sam stops it, and Steve's like, hey, it's Captain America, and everybody's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess, if Steve says it, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, so, later, he, it, some stuff happens that ruins his public image, um, because racism, mostly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, some of it Steve orchestrated because he's evil now, and Uh. he wants Sam to, uh, give up the shield so that Steve can have it back, but without, like, killing Sam and making him a martyr. Uh. Uh. Yeah. But, like, Steve wins eventually, because Sam does give up. Not just, like, the Captain America mantle, but also being a superhero for a bit. Uh, and he ends up, like, wandering the desert, just thinking about life, I guess. <laughs> I mean, mood. Yeah, yeah. It, it, But, I mean, he, he comes back. Okay. And discovers the absolute shit show that everybody's, like, that everything has become. And yeah. I mean, he just immediately, like, starts helping people. He, like, joins oh. this, like, smuggling inhumans out of the United States 
to keep them safe. And um, he runs into, like, Clint and Tony's AI. <laughs> because Tony Stark has a lot going on. Yeah. He turns into a computer for a bit. It's just, you know, sometimes it just be like that. Sometimes you just turn into a computer. Um, and they're like, hey, join the underground. We're doing this resistance. And Sam's like, no, I think I'm just gonna, like, keep smuggling people out of the United States. And they're like, yeah, okay. That, that works. Um, and eventually he does take up the Captain America mantle again, uh, towards the, like, culmination of the fight, like, to keep morale up and keep everybody's hope alive, mm-hmm. and it's, like, one Captain America versus the evil Captain America, and all, all the, all the good stuff. Uh, it, like, we, we talked about a lot of this in the Steve episode and the Bucky episode, yeah. and I, I'm just, I'm tired of it, y'all. <laughs> it's just, it's, just a bummer. It's yeah, just the pits. Yeah, this storyline's just the. But like, Sam, so Sam Sam fights Hydra Steve, uh, who has like the cosmic cube armor, and Sam pretends to give up after a little bit and goes to give him like the last fragment of the cosmic cube, but really Bucky's inside the shard, and. As soon as it, like, connects, Bucky's able to, uh, pull both Kovic and the real Steve out and, like, you know, save, save the day. They, they they're like, yay, Steve's back. Steve, fight your evil counter-ego. And he's like, (laughs) yeah, I'm working on it. And Kovic's like, hey, let me fix reality. And it's fine. Um, (sighs) it, I mean, like, it's. It's a big bummer through the full beginning, and, like, it, they win in the end, but I don't think that the end justifies the means. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not worth, it's not worth what we had to experience as yeah. a culture. And I mean, I guess, like, you could make an argument about it trying to be a cautionary tale in a fictional universe about how bad it would be if Nazis took over the government. <laughs> but, like, it's still... It's still a bummer. Yeah. It's still so much. I just don't know why they did this. Especially with Captain America. Like, you've got plenty of villains that you mm. could have had, like doing shit. You didn't have to make Captain America a Nazi. Mm, there's literally no reason to do it, actually. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> but, anyway. In in current times, Sam is the Falcon again. And Yay. I think he's in Chicago? And he's fighting some crime up in Chicago? Good for him. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know where Joaquin Torres is, since Sam is the Falcon again. And, like, they had, like, teamed up for a bit when Joaquin had first, like, been introduced. But now Sam has, like, a different team, and I guess Joaquin's not on it. Oh. I mean, maybe he'll show up. It's only, like, this 
the series uh, currently has like eight issues as of recording this, I think. So like, and maybe he'll show up. Maybe he'll go to Chicago and hang out with Sam. But probably not if they're both the Falcon. But huh. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna finish this on a uh, a, a lighter note. That I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna pick us back up. I'm gonna pick us back up with cartoons. <gasps> Our favorite topic. Our favorite topic. Uh, so I know I've mentioned the Avengers Assemble cartoon before. Yes, um, yes, yes. I know I've definitely mentioned, like, specific episodes of the Avengers Assemble cartoon before, but the whole, at least, like, the whole first two seasons are this version of Sam Wilson, who is 17 years old, and he is recruited by Tony Stark to join the Avengers. Oh, I love him. And it's very, very good. I love you, Teen Sam. He's like, he doesn't tell his mom that he act- oh. that he's on the Avengers, and then he's really oh. worried about telling his mom that he's an Avenger. And she shows up, and like some pim particles escape, and they end up having to like save his mom. Oh. <laughs> and he has to come clean about being an Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> It's just very good. I love him. Wow. Uh, Olivia, have you never watched the Avengers Assemble cartoon? I've seen a few episodes of it. Um, Were they, did these happen to be episodes that I specifically showed you? (laughs) I've seen those ones, yes. And also some other ones. I can never remember, because when I was watching Avengers Assemble, I know I watched a lot of it with multiple people just because yes. it was like, hey, this is the thing that I'm currently obsessed with. Watch it with me. <laughs> please. Please join me. Um, <laughs> uh, cartoons did, are good. Did you, re- did you read any comics this week? Uh, yes. I have um, a few things I want to talk about. Um, you t- some ongoing things you talking, mentioning Tony reminded me, um, a new Squirrel Girl came out, features yeah. uh, an amazing scene of uh, <laughs> Nancy talking to Tony, <laughs> and Tony with like, he's like, I made a new AI that's not as intelligent as any of my other AI. It is no sentience. It's very bad at everything. <laughs> it's just very, very good. It's like every... Every, like, Marvelverse character who shows up in Squirrel Girl, I'm like, why isn't there a whole comic of Ryan North writing them? Like, why can't I would... Ryan North just write the whole Marvel Universe? Please. Um, there's uh, a new issue of Runaways that has uh, maybe my favorite cover of this Runaways run to date, which is saying something, because the covers have been choice. Um... But it's the one, it's the, the Victor one, and it's got, like, like the Victor head in the middle, and then it's got, like, a bunch of, like, different, like, sort of, like, paper doll style, like, outfits and costumes, like, around him. It's so good. I'm so emotional. That's my boy. It sounds very good. It's my baby boy. 
Um, there he be. Yes. Uh, the um, uh, G. Willow Wilson uh, started on Wonder Woman this week. Um, she is uh, going to be writing Wonder Woman for a while. Um, she's best known for creating uh, Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel. Um, if you've read any of Ms. Marvel, and if you, you haven't, you definitely should. But if you've read any of it, um, you know that it's uh, super endearing, like very uh, earnest and heartfelt, uh, and with just kind of a lot of love for its characters. Um, and this is a very, a, a, a very good warm arc like issue of Wonder Woman. Um, I, I was, I was already, I was obviously going to love it, but I, I love, I love the way she writes Diana. Um, uh, the final issue of Mr. Miracle came out this week. I haven't read it because I started reading it and then I was like, well, they're probably going to do like a fancy trade of it like they did with Tom King's Vision series. So I'm going to wait until the fancy trade comes out. Um, that is a good plan. (laughs) Thank you. Um, but it's a good time because um, I did like the beginning of Mr. Miracle and I know that it's, I'm going to like it when I read the whole thing because I'm a, despite Heroes in Crisis, I am still a one person Tom King fan blog. Um, so Mr. Miracle is, uh, from from what I read of it and what I know of it, is a very cool, uh, very sad story if you liked Tom King's vision. You will probably like this um, a lot about uh, he's the world's greatest escape artist, but can he escape depression? <gasps> no, um, he can't. Um, and just a lot, um, a lot of dealing with uh, with trauma and with inherited trauma, especially and with kind of, you know, the fear of inflicting the same hurt upon your children that was inflicted on you um and how sometimes uh you can have you know your life can be going okay and you can have people you love and care about and like a family and like relationships that mean something to you and sometimes it still doesn't make you neurotypical (laughs) (laughs) which is like i mean yeah like yeah tom for sure um so there's that if you want to get Tom King brand sad TM. Um, and the last thing um, I want to mention, uh, which I, we've, we've both uh, been following this a little bit, I think. Um, the Kickstarter launched this week uh, for the Shoutout Anthology, um, which is an upcoming comics anthology. Uh, uh featuring stories from uh Kieran Gillen is in it um from Wicked and Divine and Young Avengers um I know uh Liz Parlett is doing a story with um their partner um who I followed Liz for a very long time if you uh if you are into Adventure Zone they were one of like kind of the early adopters in that sort of circle. You can see their art in, they're in the adventure zine and they're in the gallery at the back of the graphic novel. Um, 
But anyways, even if you're not uh, interested in either of those specific people, um, there's a lot of people in it. And the concept behind it is uh, just like a bunch of like genre adventure stories, but with LGBT protagonists. Like, you know, like stories that you would want to read as a kid, but like gayer. <laughs> Olivia, you want to know something fun? Yes. I'm I'm backer number six. Holy smokes, you got on there. I've been following them on Twitter for so long, waiting for this Kickstarter to launch. <laughs> I backed it 15 minutes after it went live. Uh, I've been like... You probably saw me dithering on Twitter about it, because I really, I really want one of the commission slots, but I really can't afford it right now, but I really want it, so I'm like, uh That's um, fair. But, uh, but, uh, if you go to, uh, Shoutout Comic on Twitter, um, you can find all their stuff there, uh, it looks super super exciting um all the things i've seen like the previews people have been posting are like choice um like i know liz and marie's story is about like like futuristic pizza delivery teams it's so good it's so good it's so good please please check it out um it looks really really delightful um did you have anything else you wanted to talk about no, I I did not read any comics. Uh if you could guess by the fact that I read a uh I I started a 168,000 word story <laughs> at 8 p.m. Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I Sometimes it do be like that. I it had just been suggested to me for so long and I'm like I want to read it but there's spoilers up to episode 18 and I have I want to listen to that first so I finally <laughs> finished episode 18 at critical role and I'm like let's go <laughs> let's do this locked and loaded and, you know it just happened to be at 8 of 8 p.m. on a Sunday night huh <sighs> I miss being 19 and being able to stay up forever and not regretting it. I'm so tired. Okay, all right. We should we should stop we should stop recording then. Hey, everyone, if you want to support all of our bad decisions in life, you should come and follow us uh, on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram. Pinterest under Capes and Japes. Um, you can, uh, if you want to leave us a rating and a review on your podcast listening platform of choice, um, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, you can join our Discord server, um, where we're currently very closely following um, the poll that the Titans TV show is doing 
to decide if Jason Todd in the TV show should live or die. Like the poll that they did in, like, 1988 to decide if Jason Todd should live or die. But they decided to just do it again. Because nobody thought it was whack the first time, I guess. I mean, um, it, like, the thing is, you can also vote more than once on it. <laughs> just like with the call-in poll. You can vote as many times as you want. Um, Currently, we're at 68% Robin lives. Which is very surprising to me. Um, like, I'm stoked about it, but I was, like, so sure that, like, everyone was gonna be like, kill him. Maybe people just hate Red Hood? <laughs> I They're don't like, oh, that's, that's too many guns for me. <laughs> no, thank you. Um... So, anyways, uh, check out that poll and come talk to us about it in our Discord server. Um, you can, if you want to leave us a rating and review, that's awesome. I said that. If you want to um, support me buying a commission from Liz Parlette or uh, help E retire from their job so they can just read fanfiction all night long, um, you can leave us a tip in our tip jar, um, and yeah, uh, tell a friend to check us out if you think they might be interested. Uh, thank you for listening and joining us and hanging out and having a good time. Um, if you, uh, live in America and celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you have a, a lovely, restful Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's, about it. Thank you for listening to Capes and Japes here with us. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. <laughs>